everyone, thank you for joining the Super Recruiter Show. I'm your host, Daniel Smiley. This is day four of 40 Days to Freedom, Power, and Success. Enjoy. What's up, world? How are you doing? Day four, 40 days to a better, 40 days to freedom, power, and success. This is day four, and today we're going to talk about the freedom to just be you, the freedom to just be yourself. So many people struggle with that. How you doing, M-I-H-A-I, Lucian? How you doing? It's for me. Remember, rule number one, let me know where are you joining from in the world? That's first. Second thing, um, share this with somebody on, on your page. Share this with a friend whoever, bottom right-hand corner, those three dots at the bottom, you can click share and you can share that. And then number three, if you have a question that you want to leave right now, you can leave that question at the bottom and I'll do my best to make sure that I get to it. All right. I am going to be discussing today the power to be you, 100% yourself, authentic, there are, because there are so many people who struggle with this. They struggle with just being themselves. So they live their entire lives trying to live up to someone else's image of who they are. Someone else's idea of who they are. And it's challenging. I'm going to tell you guys a story um, at the beginning of this <clears throat> about an important lesson that I learned when I was going through a family counseling session with my sons and I didn't understand it, but you know, I'm glad I, I had an opportunity to learn it. But many people, they're challenged by being authentic because they're, they're afraid that, um, you know, they're going to be judged. So they live their entire lives. How you doing? Baby loves. They're, they are they live their entire lives not being authentic, not being who they were created to be, never, ever discovering their gifts, talents and abilities. Um, they just don't. And that's not a good way to live. I'm 55 years old. OK. And I'm thankful to God that I I really don't. I'm not concerned about what people think about me or how they feel about me. I'm just not. I, I'm just made that way. Um, I've always had, as long as I can remember, um, I've been a, a fairly confident guy, believed in myself. But there are times when I've doubted and I've had challenges uh, internally and personal, in, in internal battle and personally, I've had some challenges. Um, but you don't want to get to the age of, 50, 55, and just, and, and you have not discovered who you are and lived in that light, right? You don't want to do that. How are you doing? Uh, beautiful blaze. Where are you guys joining me from? Please let me know. I would love to know that. So today we're going to talk about the power, the freedom, I'm sorry, to be 100% you, the freedom to be 100% you. And as you know, I'm going to I'm going to share with you. 
you know, exactly what you need to be doing in order to be that. I want the best for you. I want your life to be fulfilling and happy. That's what I want. Not euphoric. Doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. We all have challenges. But I want you to to live your best life. Okay, so thanks for joining from Romania, from Houston. Where else are you guys joining from? I'll give you just a, a few more seconds to leave a comment below where you're joining from. Then I'm going to jump into a really quick story that I want to tell you guys about. Because one of the big challenges that, that people have is they're living. They're, how you doing, Leanne from Seattle? Uh, one of the big challenges that people have is they're living under the dream of their parents. They're, 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 they're living um, under the expectation of someone else. And, and, they, and, and, and that they have this internal struggle of trying to break out and break free and be themselves. And every time people do that, you do that. Somebody tries to push you back in this box. Every time you try to do it, people try to push you back in the box. Sean Davis from Bronx. What's up? How you doing, Suleiman? Where are you joining from, Suleiman? Suleiman, where are you joining from? King Anthony Six, where are you joining from? Tell me. So you try to become you and people try to push you back in the box. Now, there's a reason why they do that. Oftentimes, it's because they're uncomfortable with the person that you can't, you can become. That's number one. Number two. Well, I, I would say that's number two. But the number one reason is this. How you doing, from, uh, v, v, uh, v from Nottingham? The number one reason why people try to keep you in a box and not allow you to be your authentic self is because they want to control who you are. And that's just it. So let me just give you guys a, a simple little story. This is a common mistake that a lot of people make, but it is what it is. I made the mistake. Thank God um, I was made aware of it and I stopped it. I was in a counseling session, family counseling session, and the therapist, um, I'm sorry, my son, one of my sons was slouched down in his chair, very, very low. And he had been sitting like that for a while. And when the counselor came in, I asked him to sit up. Um, and when I asked him to sit up, the counselor heard me tell him, sit up in your seat. So the counselor, a 74-year-old white man, slouched down in his seat and he did the entire one hour family counseling session slouched in his seat. When I had my one-on-one -on -one with him, he, he said to me, Dan, did you notice I was slouched down in my seat the entire time? I said, hey, yeah, I do. He said, do you know why I did that? I said, I don't know why you did it. He said, because your son was slouched down in his seat when I walked in, but you told him the sit up in his seat. And I said, 
he, he asked me, well, why did you, you ask him to do that? I said, because I, I wanted him to be respectful, to sit up in his seat and be respectful because you were coming in there to, you know, to counsel with us. And he said, there was nothing about what he was doing that was disrespectful to me or hurtful to me at all. It was hurtful to you. He says, and if you keep telling your kids what to do, if you keep trying to control them, if you keep giving them instructions, they can never, ever blossom and become the person that they were meant to be. He said, when your son, this was my youngest son, when your youngest son gets 18 and you've been telling them what to do their entire lives, they're not going to learn. They're not going to know how to be themselves. Well, a lot of people live with that. Right. We our parents have been trying to control, control us, if you will, guide us, help us to avoid whatever dangers that they may have avoided. But a lot of times that stipend our growth and not allowed us to be who we are. OK, so you have to find who you are. you got to figure that out, because if you don't, you live 30, 40 or 50 years being somebody else. And that that's miserable. The biggest issue that you will have in your life when you get to an older age is living with regret. The regret that you didn't do something, didn't become something, didn't try something. You do not want to live with regret. You don't. So you were meant to be. You were made up. Your makeup is a certain way. And you should be. You should have the opportunity to flourish. But you got a bunch of people around you. You have family members who are around you. It could be a spouse. It could be co-workers. It could be friends. They like you the way you are because it's comfortable for them. The real you might be uncomfortable for them. And so you have to change that. Because you are living your life, if you are not being authentic, 100% yourself, you're living your life for somebody else. You're living your life under someone else's thought of you and not your thought of you. Okay, so let's talk about four things you need to do to make sure that you are free to be yourself. Four things. You are free to be yourself. Baby loves, if, you, if your parents don't care about your well-being, then you have some decisions to make about, about, you know, your parents. If a person did not care about my well-being, they, they can't be a part of my life. I don't care who they are, period. And that's something that you really, really need to think about. So four things you need to do. Number one is you got to realize that there is no one else in the world that's like you. Nobody. They don't have your fingerprint, your DNA, your eyes. Are, every part of you is completely different, including your entire and complete makeup. Everything, your thought, your thinking, your experiences. Everything is unique to you. You process it in a very different way. You are a very different person. You got to realize that. 
And that's a good thing. You're not good in a bad way. You're not different in a bad way. You're different in a good way. You are a part of the puzzle. Okay. And if you're trying to be a part of the puzzle that someone else already is, then the puzzle is not going to be completed. You have to be yourself. Naturally. I like helping people through doing stuff like this. Naturally. There's a friend of mine I've known for 40, over 40 years told me that when I was a young teenager, I was doing this. I can't remember, obviously, that I was, but as a young teenager, I was doing this. And when I thought back on it, I was like, okay, yeah, I was. I was the encourager. I was the instructor, the teacher. I was the coach. I was the systematic thinker. That's, that's who I was. I've always, it's just been natural. And some people are not, it's, they're not, they're not natural, natural speakers or, or teach. They don't think like that, but there is something that is unique to you. I, I need you to get that. There is something that you are uniquely able to do that I can't do and no one else can do it. You are uniquely qualified, were created to do that. So the first thing you got to do, is you got to realize that, wait a minute, I am different. Wait a minute, I am unique. Some people might call it weird. Okay, that's fine. It's not weird to you, it's who you are. It's part of who you are. And I want you to understand that you have to realize that you are unique. And, and, and it's part of that realization is you have to own it. Own that you are unique, special, different. You are different from everybody else in the entire world. All multi-billions of people. There is not one other person like you. Not one. That's good. So you have to realize that and then you have to own it. Your makeup, the recipe that makes you you is unique and it's awesome. The second thing is, is you have to start learning how to identify and embrace your strengths. Okay, so the reason why a lot of people never become the, their authentic self is because they can't figure they don't, they haven't figured out what they're good at what their strength is what their benefit what their gift is as a benefit to somebody else they haven't figured that out okay <clears throat> so one of the ways that you can discover your purpose or what you're supposed to be doing or your makeup is whatever hurts somebody else, whatever pains somebody else, if that same thing pains you, that's an indication of what you're supposed to be doing and your unique area of solving that particular that particular problem is what you need to make sure that you're trying to figure out. Okay? Identify and brace your strengths. What are your strengths? I'm not afraid of talking in front of people. I've been all over the world, literally, talking, singing. I'm not afraid of that. Some people are. 
Because I'm not concerned about a person's judgment. I do it because I love it. So you got to figure out what your strengths are. Are you a good organizer? Are you a good listener? Are you a good talker, thinker? Can you draw well? Can you, are you a nurturer, right? What, what is unique to you? And you can write those things down. This may be a lifelong journey of discovery for you, but you need to figure out who, uh, th what those strengths are because it is those strengths and there's many in you, many, many in you. Those strengths are really what make you uniquely you, those strengths. And that uniqueness can only, the, the problem that uniqueness has, has been designed to solve, it can only be solved by you, nobody else. I don't care what anybody else says, it can only be solved by you. Think about it this way. You're a parent. If you're a parent, two people came together to have a child. No other two people in combination, could have had that child that you have. Nobody. It took those two people to make that unique child. You could have been with any somebody else. It would have made a completely different person. And so you have to understand that it is that unique, that special, that those two people coming together at that moment created that person. You are that unique person. You are. Okay? So the third thing is, you have to start punting on your non-strengths. Now, if you're not into football, here's what that means. You have to start forgetting about those areas that are not your strengths. Now, I don't call them areas of weaknesses. I call them non-strengths. We all have challenging areas. Right. I mean, I am good at speaking. But I'm not as good at writing. I'm not a bad writer, but I'm not as good at writer. As I am. A talker. So when I am creating things that I'm going to publish. Uh, Self-published books, I voice to text my books. I don't sit down and write them. I'll voice, voice to text them and then I will give them to somebody else to take a look at so that they can make it nice and palatable for everybody else. But if you, it, this is one of my unique strengths just, I, and I'm, I'm only telling you this so you can understand this. This is a strength. It's not an area that I have to punt on. I could be in a room with 25,000 people, right? And someone can point me out and ask me to stand up and speak on a subject, especially if it's something I know I'm comfortable with. I can speak for an hour on it without notes, without anything. I can, I can literally take and put a four point presentation together in my head, maybe jot it down on a napkin and I can speak on that for an hour. That's just, that's a gift of mine. Everybody can't do that. Some people can write it out. Some people can do other things. So, but if those areas that you are not good at, so if that same person asked me 
to get up and write it out on a board, I wouldn't do it. It's not because it's not a strength of mine. So you have to, you have to, those things that you are not that good at, you have to, you, you don't focus on them. Give 100% of your attention to those areas that you are strongest at. And then those areas that are challenges in your life, you got to punt on those. You just have to say, you know what? Okay, I'm not good at that. So I'm, I'm going to keep it moving. And that's it. For years, I thought I was a, um, wasn't a good I wasn't a, a good cook because I didn't I didn't cook for many, many years. And it wasn't until 10 years ago that I was forced into 12 years ago that I was forced into a situation where I had to feed myself. And so I can, you, you know, you cook basic stuff. Right. Um, but so I went out and I bought myself some cookbooks. I'm hoping the story makes sense. I went out and bought myself some cookbooks and I started looking through those cookbooks and in my mind, what I do is I have to organize and systematically put certain things together in, in, a, in a systematic way in order for it to make sense to me. So when I used to try to cook, I would cook everything on high, right? 400 degrees, extra high on the oven. And that's obviously not the way you're supposed to cook. But when I read in these books, okay, 375, 350, 325. If you want to slow cook 250, those kinds of things started making sense to me. And I began to put a system together for how to create dishes for myself. And so now, okay, if the meat takes this long, the vegetable takes this long, the bread takes this long, I can put it all together. So at the end of that, right, what I've discovered is one of my strengths is I'm an organizer. I'm an organizer. I am a systematic thinker. I am a point A to point B kind of guy, I have to systematically look at things top to bottom. And and, th and if it's non-systematic, if it's creative, let's say in the kitchen, I can't go in the kitchen and just grab anything out of the, out of the pantry and just throw it together. I have to put something together, a plan together in order to execute it. Some people are better at that. They call, you call them scratch cookers. My mom is one of them. She can just grab stuff and put it together and all of a sudden you have this amazing meal. I punt on that. I, if, it's, if it has to do with just, you know, being creative in certain areas, I just punt on it. I don't even, I don't even deal with it. If it has to do with writing, I just don't deal with it. It's just not my strength. I know what my strengths are. Those areas that I'm not strong at, I punt on them. You have to do the exact same thing. Now, the problem that people have is because... They want you to be what they want you to be. Those areas where you're not strongest in, they want you to do that. So they push you hard in those areas. I'll give you another story. My daughter, who is five years old, we started her off when she was about one and a half, almost two in gymnastics. I guess it was about that time. And she loves it. We're, we're, our job is just to guide her towards the things that she loves, introduce her to as much as possible and guide her towards the things that she loves. She sings, loves singing, has a voice at five years old, right? Guide her towards those things. My job is not to make her into the girl that I want her to be. My job is to help her to become the girl that she was meant to be. 
And from a parental perspective, your parents, people in your life, authority figures, teachers may have tried to force you into a, a box that that you weren't supposed to be in. And so you're still living your life in that way. And it's time for you to break out. OK. And finally. Once you discover your strengths, once you punt on those areas that are not strengths of yours, once you realize that no one else is in, in the world is like you, anybody that tries to put you back in a box, anybody that tries to pigeonhole you, anyone who tries to make you become something that you know you are not, you got to get you got to you got to get out of their lives. You have to push them out of your life, period, because they're only doing it because your authenticity threatens their comfortability. Your uniqueness threatens and makes them feel uncomfortable. Anybody in your life who tries to shove you back tells you that you're not this, you're not that. You know this is your strength, right? You're not good at this. You're not good at that. You're not this. You have to immediately distance yourself from that person because your uniqueness, your uniqueness makes them feel uncomfortable. And so instead of embracing your uniqueness, they're rejecting it. And trying to put you in a box. I want you to be yourself. Begin the journey. Of becoming. 100% authentically. You. Now if you have a question. Leave it below. And in the next few moments. I'll pull up those questions. And I will. I will. Um, I will answer them. And here's a good one. How can I, Omar says, how can I become a good listener? I want you to listen to me, Omar. Number one, shut your mouth. Use your ears. Now, when I say become, when you say become a good listener, I understand what you mean. You have to, in order to be a good listener, you have to take an active interest in the information that's being given to you by somebody else. Right? You have to become interested in them. And let them talk. And if you need to write down some things that you want to ask, rebut, uh, uh, get clear on, write those things down. But becoming a good listener means that you have to actively Take an interest in what the other person is saying. And there are some techniques looking them in the eye, being attentive, not doing something else while you are listening to them. That's how you do it. You look straight at them the way that I'm looking at you right now, Omar. And you actively listen to what they're telling you, become interested in what they're becoming. And I, and I believe that'll help you. What other questions do you have? I want you to be uniquely yourself. That's important. Don't allow anybody to strip you of your uniqueness, 
Don't allow anyone to strip you of your kindness, your gifts. Don't let them do it. Just because they're uncomfortable with the awesomeness you are, that's their problem. It's not yours. Okay. So traveling, mama says, I totally hear what you're saying. My daughter always replies with the attitude and she's disrespectful. Okay. Why, why do you think she's replying uh, with an attitude? Why do you think she's disrespectful? Is it because she doesn't respect you? Is it because um, of some other reason? You have to get to the bottom of that. Uh, when, when you're treating a person with respect, respect is due. If I'm, if I'm showing you respect, I require respect from you. I'm not going to allow you to disrespect me. I am not going to allow you to uh, give me no nasty attitude. If I'm being kind to you, you will be kind to me. If you aren't, then we have to part ways. I don't care who you are. Period. I've had to do that with my oldest son one time. Okay, I got it. You don't want to you don't want to follow my rules. You're living under my rules. You don't want to you work or you don't want to get a job or no problem. You got 90 days to go find your own place. And I don't care if you get a job in between time. You got to go find your own place because you're not going to be disrespectful to the house or that it's not going to happen. So you have to really demand that people give you the same respect that you're giving them. So Ask your daughter, find out what's going on with her. Since I don't know much about the situation, I can't give you more information on that. But what you can do is if you want to get more in-depth, I have a more in-depth conversation about that traveling mama, you can DM me, send me a direct message, and I'll be more than happy to have an extended conversation with you about that. So how do you begin to start leveling what? With people, you have to just, you have to be comfortable. Okay, so here's something baby loves. I want you to understand. You got to be comfortable with the fact that there are some people who are just not going to like you being open and honest with them. You got to understand that. Okay. And you have to you have to be you have to be firm about be so firm about being yourself that if being yourself means that you lose some people, so be it. Okay, so that's first. And that sometimes that's challenging for people. You got to understand that you just got to stand firm, flat footed, that you're going to tell people exactly what's on your mind, what's on your, you're going to be authentic. And if they reject it, then maybe that person shouldn't be part of your life. Okay. Say, so how do I respond to traveling mama? You ask, how do you respond to your daughter? You tried everything. Try not responding at all. Okay, if you are getting disrespectful tone and attitude, don't respond to her. Up to and including not having a conversation with her. And when she asks you why, then you 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 gently say, listen, because, you know, I believe that your tone, I, I feel like your tone is, uh, is disrespectful and you are giving me attitude. Now, she may now I want you to be ready for this. She may come back to you and say, well, mom, that's not what. My intent was, and that'll give you guys an opportunity to have a dialogue and have a conversation about it. But it's an opportunity for you to to uh, open up 
the conversation so you can understand either why she's that way, why she's doing that. Was it something that you, you did or something that's unforgiving in her heart towards you? I don't know. So you got to have that conversation with you. With you. A couple more questions. People tell me all the time that I'm too stiff, quiet, and serious. I'm just myself. Um, M-I-A-H, Lucian, keep on being that. Your, let me say this because this is important, I think. Your stiffness, your quietness, and your seriousness is uncomfortable to them. There are some people in this world who would appreciate it. Okay? So don't concern yourself with that. Just because they're telling you that, it's just they're just uncomfortable with it, not used to it, don't understand it. Baby loves, yes, you can talk to me on Facebook later. Just send me a message. Thanks, Mary. I appreciate that. I'm glad you love the advice. Guys, thank you so much. Tomorrow, come back tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. We are going to uh, go on to day five. Day five of, day, of 40 days of freedom, power, and success. If this was a blessing to you, if, if this was something that helped you, remember, in the comment section, leave me hearts. Leave me hearts. I want to make sure that um, that this was... Uh, um, a, a blessing to you. I'm, I'm pouring out, pouring out to you and giving this to you because I love you. I do. I love you. I care about you. I love you. And I want the best for you. So if this was helpful to you, leave me hearts at the bottom in the comment section and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Diane. Tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time in the U.S. I love you guys so much and I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Take care.